Luke 9:59-62 NIV he said to another man, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will follow you Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. I know of no other hindrance that bothers me more. Complacency that I see in others and complacency that I far too often see in myself. In Luke 9 59-62 we see Jesus using a real-life response spoken by a potential follower, the tentative disciple indicated to Jesus that he did want to follow him but first he needed to go home and tend to the burial of his father. Seems like a reasonable request, doesn't it? One could almost say that Jesus' response appears to be insensitive but Jesus consistently uses every situation that he can to drive home the absolute need to differentiate and focus on the spiritual reality of the kingdom of God versus our day-to-day living realities. Right after that response from Jesus we have another who indicates that he will indeed follow Jesus but first he needs to go back and say goodbye to his family. Bam! Dash Jesus does it again, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. Is there anything wrong as tending to the burial needs of your own father or saying goodbye to your family? Obviously not but in this situation, where the potential disciples had responded to Jesus what they needed to do first, be it go and take care of the burial needs of his father or the other, to say goodbye to his family, Jesus used this opportunity of day-to-day necessities to focus our attention on what things, in the long run, are of superior and primary importance. No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. Seems like a harsh statement doesn't it? Every time I run across this particular verse in Luke it reminds me of what the Apostle Paul said in Philippians 3:13-16 NIV. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us, then, who are mature should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. And what does complacency in others do? Complacency convinces others that living for today is what is really important or working for our goals of tomorrow or what we should focus on or that addressing the needs for our own comfort and well-being are of supreme importance. Thoughts and sincere efforts towards searching for greater truth and greater realities than meet the eye can be laid aside and left for another day or ignored altogether. Mark 8:36 NIV What good is it for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? And what about the complacency that we see in ourselves? Complacency either consciously or unconsciously convinces us that it's alright to back off and address more pressing urgent day-to-day needs. Don't get me wrong, I'm not advocating that there aren't legitimate needs with regard to family and work and our health and finances that we need to faithfully address, but as Jesus points out, we aren't supposed to stay there, we aren't supposed to let go of or put down our ultimate purpose, to continually work towards strengthening ourselves through Jesus and assisting others into the kingdom of God. Yesterday my daughter respectfully reminded me that it is relatively easy to sit behind a computer and type out words about love and trust and understanding but it is another thing to actually do them. She's right. Sometimes I ignore the prompting of the Holy Spirit and place what I think needs to be addressed above what He asks to do especially with regard to fears for her and others that I might have. You'd think I'd know better by now. You'd think that my trust would be more consistent. You'd think that my reliance on Him would be more self-evident. Complacency comes in many flavors. My Prayer Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, I praise Your holy name. Forgive me for my complacency towards You, with prayer or reading Your Word, 
or maintaining and consistently developing a relationship with you. Grant me grace to keep my focus on you regardless of what happens around me. I need you to live in me more than I live in me. I need you to help me trust and depend on you, even when what I see doesn't always validate what you ask me to do. Forgive me for my lack of trust, forgive me for relying on my own capabilities rather than yours, forgive me for backing off and relying on you. Make right any wrongs I have done. I thank you for your love and patience with me and I will trust that your love and spirit that lives within me will work all things together for good as you have promised. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen.